Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hard Hitting Podcast. I I described this as that, but nobody else nobody else has. Uh, Hardly kayfabe. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. This week, I'm joined by Christopher Chavez. What's up? And of course, Matt is gone this week. He's gonna be gone for a couple weeks. He's for real now. He's uh, for real. For real. Yeah. He's. He's for real. He's done and gone and get hitched, and uh, going on a little uh, a vacation. Matter of fact, so to say. Uh, as of this recording, in a couple of hours, he's about to be hitched. That's pretty incredible. Uh, so, of course, a happen. big congratulations goes out to yes, him. Yes, sir. Congrats to our Matthew. That's right, our running mate there. Uh, also, real quick before we get started, I wanted to plug. Uh, we now have a blog going on for this show. Ooh, um, Hart- the Hardly Kayfabe WordPress blog. Yes, uh, please go check it out. Uh, we already got a couple articles on there that Matt's written. Yep, one of them famously, and I say famously because it's really cool to me. <laughs> uh, retweeted by Chris Jericho himself. That was pretty sweet. That's pretty awesome. Uh, you can so go check yeah, it out. Yeah, you can find the blogs on our network page, bicbp-radio.com. There's a link for blogs. Uh, click there, and you'll uh, you'll see the Harley Kayfabe logo. You click that, takes you right to the blog. Yep, go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, at some point, Chris and I, I'm assuming, will be uh, contributing things to it as yeah, well. Yeah, I was actually so. planning on writing some stuff, but I've been down and out uh, for the past couple of weeks with this sickness, dude. Like it just will not go away. Uh, You're down with the sickness. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the disturbed. So, uh, <laughs> uh let's get stupefied. <laughs> uh, that was my era of when I listened to heavy music. By the way, was when was when that song was disturbed. huge. Disturbed. Yeah, disturbed. System of a Down. Oh, nice. uh, those are my those those are my big heavy bands at the time. Good stuff. Uh, back yeah, back when I loved guitar riffs. <laughs> yeah, now now I'm old and I want an acoustic guitar. <laughs> on a that's what happens on when a rocking old. porch. A rocket chair yes. on a porch with a lemonade. <laughs> yep. Just talking about the... I'm one of the old timers now. That's what happens. With a big old piece of straw hanging out of your the side of your mouth. <laughs> yep. I'm just spitting every once in a while on the floor. That's me. <laughs> An old sleepy dog at your feet. Oh, man. That's the life, ain't it? <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we talking about wrestling? Let's go sit on a porch somewhere. Yeah, let's just do it. Uh, before we get into wrestling talk, which is what the show's about... <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to bring up this. <laughs> so as I was browsing the Psycho Sids, yes, uh, I was also looking at other news websites, just checking to see what was going on in the news. That's usually what I do every morning, just to see kind of what's going on in the world. And usually it's just very depressing stuff, obviously. But uh, today, I, <laughs> it's uh, here's what I've decided that that make headlines today. It's either political stuff that we need to make you really mad, or yeah. well, actually, it's just always will make you mad or sad, no matter what. Or, uh, or it's like weird celebrity stuff that should never be a headline. <laughs> so the headline I saw was that uh, Chris Pratt, who's an actor I enjoy quite a lot, uh, but he's he just got married or engaged recently to uh, to um, who is she? Y'all goodness, I'm blanking her name. Schwarzenegger's daughter, I believe. Really? Yes. Uh, but the headline read, which I guess that can kind of be a headline. I, I still wouldn't care. And that's even though I like the guy, but the headline was, uh, Chris Pratt wants to have quote unquote, lots of kids. <laughs> and that was the headline. He's gonna, uh, what's his name now? I can't remember now from the E I got kids. Um, he Slater, he yeah, Slater, he Slater, it up. Heath Slater <laughs> of the, of, uh, of Hollywood now. Yeah, yeah. He already has one kid with Anna Ferris, if I'm thinking right. Yeah, I think so. And I hate that I know this. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this a headline? This, that's the part I'm like, no, if this was about anybody else, if this was just like, hey, if I saw a headline that said, May- Chris Chavez wants to have lots what of kids. Like, just like, yeah, exactly. A nobody. Yeah, yeah. And Chris, you know, I love you. You're one of my closest pals. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't either because I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should care then because the rumor I just started says otherwise. Oh, that's going to be headlines <laughs> now. Watch. Hardly put that on the blog. co-host wants kids. Yeah, that's what I'm going to put. That's going to be what I contribute to our, our blog. <laughs> it's just me just making up rumors about just the three hosts. <laughs> it's the, yeah, the dirt sheets on the hosts. 
Yeah, that's all that's going to oh, make. Oh, man. But yeah, Dude, so- speaking of the Psycho Sids, have you seen some of the stuff going on recently? There's been a lot of, like, all kinds of chatter from all over the place. One of them was uh, had everyone talking immediately, and, and not just the Psycho Sids, but actual, like, news outlets were starting to talk about that it's reported, or I think Mel- who's Dave Metzler reported it. that Meltzer, yep. The Meltzer. The Meltzer. That uh, Ronda Rousey was looking to leave the E after WrestleMania. Yeah, the the story suggests that not he wasn't she wasn't going to quit the E. She was going to take some absence right. time uh, because she wanted to start a family. And then everybody like, started weighing in. Yes, she, so everybody jumped in on this. She's going to start a family. She's not starting a family. She wants children. This and and, and then she, uh, yeah. I guess she was stopped at the airport or something. And and she actually said, you know, she doesn't understand why everybody's worried about her. Uh, her actual quote was, "It's her vagina and it's her life." Um, yeah, she's got a point. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. but other than that, there was no plan. She said there's no immediate plans to do anything like that whatsoever. So um, you got to love the psycho sids, though, right? Like like somebody hears something. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's probably because of this. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's yeah. almost like it's written in stone. Yeah. Now, in all fairness to the males, a lot of the times he's kind of right on the money. He's I would say he's one of the more uh, he's one of the one dirt sheets that people like to listen to. Yeah. When it comes to finding out true stuff, uh, but I don't know. Uh, I think she has publicly talked about wanting to start a family before, so that's yeah. sort of where that I would think that came from. Uh, but you know, it's just so like the reason I thought it was I was shocked when I first saw it was because like they're just really kind of ramping up storylines with her. It seems. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, she had a pretty decent match, tag team match this week on Raw. Did you did you get a chance to see it at all, or see any of the highlights on that? Yeah, yeah. I watched it. It was pretty you know, good. It was pretty decent. Um, um but it, overall, I feel like she, she was she's huge. Uh, let's not take that away. She's a huge name. She's a huge draw for the E. I think she still has one of the top selling. She's top selling merchandise right now. Um, I know her. Uh, I know her action figure was like n- the number one selling action figure for a while. So too. I mean, I get it. You know, it is going to be a big deal if she decides she does want to take a break for a while because let's. It's it, it hurts. It does hurt whenever your bigger stars want to go away, and which leads me to to this little thing I'd heard. So, um, you know, I listened to Jim Ross report a few yes. months ago. He had uh, Bubba Ray on, and. Yes. Uh, Bubba Ray was talking about now. I don't know if this is his just his feelings or if he knows on the inside like this is how it's happening. But apparently, you know how we keep saying like they they don't seem to be pushing their stars as like we don't have stars that are as big as John Cena or The Rock or any of those guys. You know what I mean? Stone Cold and 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 apparently there's something that with creative where they're holding these guys down in regards to that like they don't want anybody to get to that stature anymore because then those guys get to call the shots you know what i mean they get to say well i only want to wrestle 3 times a year and you guys got to still pay me this you know what i mean what do you th- what yeah, do you think about I mean, that? have you heard of anything like that i mean it makes logical sense you know i mean you know it just does and plus when I mean, look at Ronda. They didn't even people... have to push her. She was big coming in, and she does kind of get that kind of leeway. She can she can say, yeah. after WrestleMania, I'm going to take a break. No worries. Yeah, and I mean, look at the Lesnar contract. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one, he literally just does what he wants, and they pay him ridiculous money for <laughs> and it. he stands around and grins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's true. Uh, it kind of sounds like when somebody speculates about how somebody's acting, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But they don't really know them very well. I mean, I'm sure Bubba knows some of the people behind the scenes, obviously. But because you, when you think uh, about you it, know. it's like really, who could you say is really in that stratosphere style, uh, you know, of of super superstar right now? Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, the closest they came was AJ Styles, right? Because he was really good for. I mean, he was super hot for a while there. But you pull the belt away for a while, give him a few losses, and that kind of cuts him down to size. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's we don't really have uh, we have top tier stars, but we don't really have stars who seem to transcend, break through yeah. the wall and transcend to other media in a way. 
the Miz kind of does at times, but I wouldn't. I would definitely not put him in the same yeah. vein as John Cena or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, because you're talking Cena and The Rock can hit Hollywood movies. You know, like right. blockbuster Hollywood movies. Um, which, speaking of, uh, did you see Roman Reigns is now going to be in a Fast and the Furious spinoff with The Rock with his cousin? Yeah, it really made me happy to see this. So yeah, because it makes me hopeful for his health. That's what he said. Apparently, he's he's doing pretty good. You know, he's uh, his yeah. health's going. It's uh, you know for what it is. Apparently, he's doing well in that respect. But uh, I guess the Fast and the Furious is going to have a spinoff film that follows the the agent that The Rock plays, Hobbs. And uh, this this is like his partner or or fan, something like something to that to that extent. Uh, where the I I know actually know this. Do you? Yeah, uh, it's Hobbs because I've actually seen all but the last movie of, the, of this Fast and the Furious movies because they're not even remotely about cars anymore. But uh, uh, you they're know, about the family. Rock, yeah, yes, all about the family. <laughs> I am Groot. Uh, but yeah, so The Rock plays like an agent, like a special agent in that. So it's a spinoff with him, and in the in the next to latest movie, Jason Statham was there. Yeah. And he, but he kind of played a vi- the villain, so the spinoff is with Statham and The Rock, I believe. And apparently, Roman Reigns is playing The Rock's brother in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I read anyway. Uh, so I'm really I liked this was a headline that actually made me smile honestly because it gave me a lot of hope for the guy. It was nice kind of seeing uh, him again. You know what I mean? Because yeah, he'd been he'd been quiet for three months. Yeah, he, he or put so. up a, yeah. an Instagram account now, and that was the first picture he put up. Uh, was it a, a, a scene from the set? Um, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of cool. I I, I I know what you're saying because I was happy when I saw that that too. I was like, oh, you know, it looks like he's he's doing pretty good right now. So that's good. And he's he's talked about being excited to come back. So it's going to be interesting how yeah. how he comes back and how he'll be received. Yeah, that's I'm glad you said that. One of the things that kind of irked me a little bit, though, was uh, somebody had written to the Meltzer that they didn't want to see. Like, as soon as this started going around about Roman Reigns, is like this person was like, I don't want to see him enter the Royal Rumble and like and that type of deal. And don't be that type of fan. Please. I was going to say, why not? That'd be kind of cool to see him come into the Royal That'd be Rumble. a good moment. That'd be a feel-good moment. I would be really happy for the dude. Uh, but, man, don't be that kind of fan. <laughs> Just don't be that person, Would you like please. to see him as a, one of the surprise show-ups? It would make me happy, honestly. I mean, obviously, you know, in all fairness, we have criticized the way he's been written, his character. I mean, I don't know who hasn't, but... You know, I think just for the fact of what he was going through or is going through, that that would be a a really good sign of his health going in the right direction. Yeah. And that's how I would take it. And that would make me happy because I wouldn't want, you know, who would want to wish that on anybody? He comes running in, right? Uh, gets into the ring and is immediately thrown right back over. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you cool with that? Are you like, yeah, well, I, you what know what? He, he looked good running down. He looked good running down. Yeah. Was he one of the headbangers? <laughs> or who was that? No, the Bushwhackers. The bushwhackers. The bushwhackers? Yeah. That's amazing. That's one of my favorite ro- uh, rumble, ro- rumble moments, uh, the Bushwhacker entrance and exit. And he just kept doing the walk. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the uh, surprises also, I saw in the Psycho Sids um, that there's there people are, are speculating who may be showing up in the Royal Rumble because – they're in Phoenix. Now, here's the thing. Whenever WWE has these huge events, you know, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, the big ones, SummerSlam, uh, you're always going to see other, you know, wrestlers who aren't even on the, uh, you know, on TV or doing it right now. They're going to be there, right? Like, these guys come out for the events. Like, yeah. to see somebody like Shawn Michaels there, it doesn't mean he's going to be in Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, they have friends there exactly Um, (laughs) you know they're all up i mean uh, they're all part of the business a lot of these guys are just all part of the business but there's a lot of speculation that we might see kurt angle uh we might see the big show show up and apparently he's been seen uh you know skipping all over town in phoenix here the past day or so hornswoggle may be showing up Okay, now I like all those names you said, but the Hornswoggle one would really—I would actually pop for. It. <laughs> I don't know why, but I've always loved well, that. I guy. hope it's not a spoiler, then, dude. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope he doesn't show up now because you'll be like, ah, I, I, I was kind of expecting it now. Well, I'll be disappointed if he don't now, though. See, that's the that's the catch-22 we got Dude, going Dude, I was on. laughing the other day when I saw that tweet where someone said they would be disappointed if uh, number 30 counts down at the uh, Women's Royal Rumble and R-Truth doesn't come running out. Because <laughs> he's it. mistaken. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, he's got to do something, right? Uh, like something goofy. He's got he he kind of has to. That's his kind of his gimmick now, so he sort of has to do I it. I think it would be great if he does. Because the women's will be first, right? The women's Royal Rumble will obviously be first before the men's. I say obviously, but like women are actually attracting more more of the ratings right now. So maybe not. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know. Wow, we might see that in the even, <laughs> yeah. last. Uh, but even if it was, wouldn't that be hilarious, dude? I would I would laugh. That would make me pop, too. See, yeah, our truth run out for the women's. Yeah, and then get eliminated really quickly. Too funny. That'd be really funny. Too funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm on board for this. Uh, tomorrow's Royal Rumble. Tonight is NXT Takeover Phoenix. Uh, we had a week of some wrestling stuff to kind of build up to the Rumble. Um, how did you feel about some of the stuff happening in Raw, like the face-off between you know Braun and Brock and and Finn Balor, that Finn. whole thing? Because we literally just talked about that in the last episode, like how that just is it's it feels like it it doesn't give the excitement. And you know what I mean? To the main fight when the fight comes, because they're always in each other's faces. Yeah, the the only thing that kind of helped it for me was was Heyman. Yes. Uh, I mean, he always kind of levitates everything and he has he's really good at if you really pay attention to him, he's really good at not only obviously uh, building up his client, but also who his client's facing. He's making them matter even, you know, mm-hmm. he's making you s- make sure you know that Finn Balor in this case, uh, you know, is not just a pushover. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's what you need to do. So that way when Brock, quote unquote, destroys him, then it means something. Uh, so I really like that. I like the fact that uh, Vince McMahon kind of was involved a little bit. Yeah. Like it made sense in this case. Uh, but I, I think overall they did a much better job of at least making me be like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'm at least slightly interested in this. I'll tell you that seeing the interaction between Finn and Brock, like when you when you see Brock out there working with guys, you can tell when he enjoys working with someone or when he doesn't. You yes. know what I mean? And it looks like he's going. Yes, you this can. is going to be a. It looks like this is a match he's going to be into. He looks like he was having. He had a good time interacting with Finn. Yeah, you can always tell because he'll he'll seem to actually pick up his game, yeah, and he gets this he gets he this close. smirk on his face that he's just almost yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah, like when he when he and Daniel Bryan were going yes. at it, like you could tell he was enjoying yes. that. So uh, his opponent that will definitely who he's going against will definitely either uh, make or break him when it comes to how much he'll care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you on yeah. that. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that match. Obviously, don't expect Finn to win. No. I don't think so, but I do think it. I do think it'll be a much better match than we thought. Just like the Brian one was. Yeah, and I feel like all of all of Raw and SmackDown was mostly everybody saying I'm going to win the Rumble this week. Um, there was, there was, yeah, which is what it usually yeah. is for the build up. There for was it. the, yeah. the spot with Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Now, normally I like and I enjoy watching these guys, but but this week for some reason I just felt kind of bored. Well, I mean, it was kind of a. We all knew what it was for. It was just to build up for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really do a lot. I mean, winning on a roll-up is, or schoolboy is fine, but, you know, you know, it's just... These two guys are really good. I want to see them yes. have a, a real match for you know, that means something. Right, and I just feel like we just keep seeing the same match every week now between the two guys, because I feel like that's the only match we're seeing from these guys. And, and it's like that and, like, the, uh, the Baron Corbin-Elias match. I feel like we just did this. I don't even know what's going on with that. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just, it's just kind you. of a lot, yeah. Elias... Uh, you know, picking on Corbin for having been fired. That's basically what it is right now. Yeah. And if you think about it, that's a heel move. <laughs> Except Corbin dude- is such a heel that he's got people laughing with him and, and you know, picking on Corbin with him. Yeah, so everybody's a bunch of dicks. Basically, this. right? Um, uh, but, you know, I mean, if you think about it, the guy technically lost his job and you're cheering because this guy lost his job. <laughs> Oh yeah, in story. I don't know, dude. Yeah, for me, Raw this week felt very much like, oh man, when are we going to start seeing this fresh and new? Or you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I did like. I'm with you. Like that, we got a chance to see uh, heavy machinery finally in action. Yes, not just kind of you know walking around and having Dozer mumble you know incoherent (laughs) 
semi sentences. <laughs> yes, I do feel there. I think though they're a good. They're a good test of where Raw's going to go, yeah. as in how they treat that tag team. Because I'm not saying they're going to be one of the best tag teams ever, obviously, but they can be highly, highly entertaining. And depending on how you write them, uh, they can kind of help your whole show. Like they could be a highlight for the show. Mm-hmm. And they sort of, they're, they're slowly doing that now. I think they're doing a pretty decent job as of right now with them. But uh, yeah, they're by far the most freshest new thing that's on there. I do think overall Raw has been a slightly better than it has been. Yeah. I just feel uh, like this but, week yeah. I felt like, I don't know, maybe I was just, it was, it was, you know, while I was watching it, I wasn't, int- I don't know. It was certain, there were certain things that were cool. Like I said, I liked seeing heavy machinery, which was fun because it was like, now we know where they're going. They're going to be in Raw, right? Right. Uh, yes. We know EC3 is going to be on Raw now. He's been here how many times now? And there's more interaction with, even though he's not saying a word. Did you notice that? I did he notice didn't say that, a word. Yeah. So I was thinking, what are the, do you think they're going to give him a mouthpiece? Is he just not good enough on mic? I know in TNA he was quite good, so I guess it just depends on what they think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even people who are good on the mic, quote unquote, sometimes get a mouthpiece anyway. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, I mean, look at uh, CM Punk for crying out loud. He had Paul Heyman. So. Oh, that's very true. Exactly. Um, yeah, and he's one of the best ever on the mic. So. We also saw where Lacey Evans is because she came out after Moment of Bliss, after all the ladies went crazy. Oh, I'm glad you said yeah. this. Uh, that was a highlight for me that Bliss is actually going yes, to wrestle. Alexa Bliss announced that she yeah. will be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, and then Lacey Evans came out. And um, and I like Lacey Evans. I really do. I don't know why. It's it's an old school st- style kind of gimmick. You know what I mean? Like getting full into a, an, an era character. Yeah. But uh, I like it. I don't know why. I feel like it fits that. And, and uh, it's going to be interesting how they're going to push this because it looked like there was this moment of contention between Alexa Bliss and and Lacey Evans, and is that are they really trying to start morphing Bliss more face now? It sort of seems that way. It, it does because because Lacey was definitely the heel in this. Uh, it's the <laughs> I you know I belong to a couple of wrestling groups on Facebook, and Lacey has real heat with fans uh, to the point where like it seems a bit overboard. Really? <laughs> yes, especially women I've noticed really do not like her. <laughs> Uh, man, cause she, you know, she says all the things about, you know, like where a woman's, a woman's right and where their place is, but and her, and her ideas is like from the 1920s yeah. sort of, sort of yeah, deal. Yeah. And uh, I really hate her finisher. I can't get over oh, it. I, I like the name I of it. Hate it. I like the name of it, but I hate the finisher itself because I think it's stupid. But, uh, but man, I've seen some real, heat. she gets some real heat from women and some wrestling fan men smirks or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, wow. <laughs> Like of her as a person, like who she really is, they'll dive that deep into it. <laughs> It'll be interesting, but it is. It's, it's yeah. they were doing some cool things like that happened. Um, now I wasn't. A, I mean, the match itself was was a good match. Uh, did you watch the top Raw tag team match? Uh, oh, who was Rube in it? Gable against the Revival, and it was officiated by um, Kurt Hawkins. Yes. Yes, because I love this is there the other thing that I loved. I love the end of it where they're be- where the revival are beating up Hawkins because he was calling the, the match clean. Like he was call every time yes. they tried to cheat, he stopped them. <laughs> yeah, he was actually a good yeah. ref. He's like one of the best refs and- the WWE ever had. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> like holy crap, this guy's yeah. catching everything. Maybe that's his true calling because he can't win a match. <laughs> so maybe that's what he should have been doing. Yeah. But the fact that. The broski himself, Zack Ryder, comes down and yeah. saves him. Was a highlight and for me. And it looks like they're uh, they're maybe getting back together again. I love it. I love it. Their podcast about action figures is still very, very good. By the way, <laughs> highly recommend it. Uh, Major League. Re- I forgot what it's called, but you can look it up and find it. Looks it looks like also like the revival. We're still pushing the uh, hashtag FTR trunks. <laughs> yes. So uh, that, that's yes. pretty interesting. Do you think that that? creative doesn't doesn't know or is this part you think it's a work you think this is all part of it i think sometimes they have sometimes they do a good job of taking something that may have started real yeah. uh irl and kind of morph it into a slight work i mean they do it all the time with storylines so like if something with wrestler a happens they're like well we can't just not talk about it because everybody knows right. it. so let's sort of add it a and little work, bit work with it here. huh yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But uh, they they still put on a good performance, dude. I like. I am a fan of the revival. They remind me of the yeah. old school wrestling, like the Andersons. You know what I mean? Like the Minnesota. Wrecking I mean, that crew. was their. That was that was one of their. Uh, I listened to an interview with them. The reason they wanted to be tag team wrestlers was because uh, they loved Arn Anderson oh. and the Andersons and all that. And I'm like, yeah, you you win for me yeah. right there. And you can see it in, in what they do because they are they they enjoy that like hard hitting style of wrestling that that tougher wrestling you know old school wrestling um you're yeah. not seeing the flip what did they say no flips no something or other whatever it is just fists yeah no flips no just fists no flips or yeah, something like we're that. really good at this <laughs> <laughs> we are huge wrestling fans uh, we are <laughs> but uh over the other than that like i said um ronda rousey and natalia with sasha banks and bailey was actually an entertaining match uh, it was really cool to see how they could push Banks to make her look like she could have something, you know, some sort of edge over Ronda Rousey. So that was nice. Make it a little more uh, believable yeah. that she could win, if, if that there's a possibility she could win. Yeah, and it's just good to get a tag team match, too, with women if they're going to start yeah. the tag team division yep. with it. So I like that, that aspect of it as well. It, yeah, yeah, it looks like Banks and Bailey uh, got themselves some matching outfits again. So, uh I don't think that's a question. I think we're going to see them as as tag team. Yeah, and it would make sense to make them the first champs, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I do. Mm, not the Iconics. <laughs> <laughs> I could be easily persuaded. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Raw for me was okay this week. There was some stuff that was, was enjoyable, like you said, you know, uh, with the the whole Zack Ryder thing. Um, but to me, I just still feel like SmackDown is better. I mean, even it's, though it's, it's the better show, it just even is. though there were some spots yeah. in this one where I was like, yeah. Overall, it was really good. They did a better. They always seem to do a better job of building up to the big shows. To me, uh, when compared to Raw, I mean, the whole Daniel Bryan AJ Styles thing. Like, I really want to see these two guys. I mean, I wanted to anyway, but you know, I want to see it even more now. Yeah. Uh, and ever and I won't and I really really want I can't remember who said this I saw it on Twitter I think but I really want Daniel Bryan to dedicate this match to all the cows I went to making the championship belt <laughs> I want that more than anything I want him, I want him to win and then uh you know insist on them making a hemp belt yes <laughs> man his he is so freaking good Dude, here lately he on the mic really isn't was. he like I'll tell you what if a moment like this, you either open the show with, you know what I mean, with a bang, or you yeah. do exactly the way they did it. Like, they put it right in the middle, right when things start to feel like, you know, okay, what are we doing at the end of this first hour of, of television? You know what I mean? Right. And, man, it just kept the momentum going for the for the show. Because, I mean, the show opens with Asuka and Becky Lynch brawling it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was just so awesome. Um, yes. Go yes. to commercial, come back. They're still brawling in the back. So I mean, it looked great, and they they both sold really well. So that adds fuel. So that adds fuel. But then in the middle of the show, you get you know Vince McMahon, AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan. And like you said, dude, this dude, he's amazing. I love. He's he's love going him. to another level with his promos, in my opinion. Man, like like I thought he was always good. He always had good passion. But just this, you can tell that he's really connecting with yes. this. And he's just really getting into it, and it's making it all the better. And I'm wondering how much Man. of it is maybe not scripted, where they're letting him promo, you know what I mean? Because it feels natural. It doesn't feel like he's trying to remember words or, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. man, it's so good, and and then it was, and I did see the I did see the Twitter that you told me to look at, <laughs> where he and Chase, uh, Chase had was is making this special burger. The Chase Twitter account was talking about this special Royal Rumble burger that they had made, which had all kinds of ridiculous <laughs> stuff on it that you normally don't even see on a burger yep. in the first place. Uh, and uh, man. Daniel Bryan just went to town on them over this thing, and it was beautiful. And they were just like, <laughs> "This is coming from a guy. This is coming from a guy who loves cheeseburgers, by the way. I love a good cheeseburger, <laughs> but like this stuff was fantastic. This was <laughs> great work on his." That's part. what I'm saying, dude. This was to me was one of the biggest. Aside from the big brawl at the beginning, this was one of the biggest highlights of the episode. It was so, so, so good. And it, there was a moment there where you know he wanted to keep going, and, and it almost felt for real. It felt legit that uh, Vince was just kind of like, all right, let's wrap this up. You know what I mean? Get in here already. Yeah. Like, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then so much so that AJ had to be like, you know what, Vince? I'm going to go out there and beat him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was good. I thought, see, this is how you do 
So you want to have, you know, Brock Lesnar and, and, and Finn Balor in close proximity. You do it this way. You do it where the one guy won't let the other guy get near him kind of a thing. You yes. know what I mean? You do the, the taunting. You do that shit. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the reasons why the Miz was such a great heel, because he would constantly run away instead of actually getting into the actual fight with the with the whoever he was in a feud with. But he would talk so much trash, you know, and he would talk so much. But whenever that person was like, I'm tired of you talking, I'm going to get my hands on you. He would just run away and he, and then he would just wait till that person's back turned to attack them. That type of deal, uh, which is perfect, yeah. right? That's perfect. Heel really stuff. Is. You don't actually see you don't want to see. The two people who are in a feud have an actual match until it's on a bigger stage. Mm -hmm. Like, all the TV shows should be setting up the bigger stage. That's true. And speaking of setting it up, like, we were talking about how the tag team match that's coming up uh, with the bar and uh, uh, Miz and and McMahon, uh, how it just felt not – it felt a little forced. It felt this and that. But I got to tell you what, the past couple of weeks, the buildup for it now is 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 giving is, – is stoking the fire. You know what I mean? It's just adding more coal because this past match that just happened with The Miz and Cesaro and then when the way it ended, I thought was yeah. really good. They did a really good job of it. They made me at least care a little bit when I didn't care at all yep. before. So they did a good job there, and the beatdown was really yeah. good. So. It was and it was much needed needed for whatever they're trying to do with that program. Exactly. Did you get a chance to watch uh, Mustafa Ali and Samoa Joe the the second time around? Yes, Man. of course. This I would say I would dare say Samoa Joe was the MVP of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean he shows up he shows up more than once. Dude. So yeah, uh, of course Mustafa is getting some good shine as he should. The dude is so yeah. good. Uh, but yeah. Um, also really enjoyed, of course, the best of three falls match. Man, Rey Mysterio. Like, are we sure he's as old as he says he is? Because <laughs> he looks, even with the mask on, right? But he still looks yeah. like, what? What? And that dude still, my gosh. Yeah. He gets around better than a lot of the younger guys, I feel. Dude, if you just look his at spots. him. And, he, and this guy had terrible knees at one point in his career. Dude, some of his some sunset, some of these flips, some of these, the, the things he was doing, I mean, it's it's like we see it all the time. But then you got to remember, we saw it like 20-something years ago with Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Like, and, and he's still at the same pace. It's not even like he's slowing down, dude. Right, he doesn't even seem any slower it's to me. Ridiculous! And Andrade, what a great heel for him oh to, my to gosh. play off of. And this guy's amazing as well. Yeah. Um, oh yes, yes. Oh, did you? Uh, that's another reason I'm loving this. He's getting a good shine on this too, showing how good he really is. And man, and I was telling you, I know, I know a lot of people were upset, kind of, that they didn't have a real ending to yeah. it. Oh well, I but loved I, it. I loved it. I loved Dude, it. I thought this Samoa ended. Joe shows up and beats him up, and then out of nowhere he gets RKO'd. That's how you should end the show. Yeah, That's perfect. And let me tell you something. SmackDown just basically said, "There you go, Raw. We won the week. We're going into Rumble hype." Yeah, you know what I mean. That RKO out of nowhere oh. was literally a mic drop. It was. It was insane, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, wait, what? What? It was cool to see. He hadn't even he hadn't even been talked about the whole no, show. Not at all. You, you didn't even know he no, was there. Not at all. I mean, I loved that Samoa Joe came out and started just brutalizing everyone. I love that about him. I'm like, good. We yeah. need to do something with him in that respect. I, I was just saying how good he was when he was that way with AJ Styles. And then they kind of just pulled right. him back. But now that it's this, it's almost like this unleashed beast, that's amazing. Because he not only went after Mysterio, he threw Andrade into the corner, you know, the post and didn't care. Uh, right. And then, yeah, like that RKO is just something else. Like, wait, wait, what? It was like a jumping out of the yeah. couch moment. You know what I mean? They did a really good job too. Their camera oh, work on that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they zoomed in, so you couldn't see what was coming. There was so they did a great job. Yeah, with there that. was one thing about that in the the uh, the Mysterio Andrade match, which was I have to say pretty disappointing. Uh, was it when they had that one fumble at one point? No, oh, that was a little bit, but it wasn't. You know, that wasn't even it. The most the, the the most disappointing thing was that there was no Zelina Vega. She had to be kept. You know, she was left yeah. away, uh, no ringside. I'm with you. You and I are both big fans Dude, of hers. she's so good, you know? And it has yeah. to be where maybe she's traveling or she's doing, you know, she wasn't in town or she wasn't there for it. But because, like, even even as part of the story, have her come out now. You know what I mean? Like, do something to try yeah. to help Andrade because, dude, it was so – she's so good. She's so good at what she does. And I think it's a travesty. And she enhances yes, him. it's a travesty when she's not around. Yeah. 
That's why she's one of the, to me, when we're going current generation, she's definitely one of the better managers slash whatever you want to call yeah, these people yeah, now. Easily. Because she, she 100% enhances his act. <laughs> easily, yep. And she's a really good talker. Exactly. So, man, yeah, I'm with you on that. That was a disappointment. I'm with you there. But the match itself was fantastic, even with that one little bot. For sure, for sure. But yeah, overall, dude, SmackDown just kills it for me. They just blew Raw out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even close. It's been for me though, it's been this way for a while. It's just, man, they really need to if they really want to help Raw out, I think one of the biggest things you can do is really mix these rosters up a little bit again. Yeah. And I heard they were going to. I don't know when, but they really need to just to switch it up just a little bit just to help Raw out. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Um but yeah, so there's that NXT takeovers tonight, Phoenix. Um we did our Royal Rumble thoughts and, and our predictions on the last episode. You want to look at this card and uh, kind of talk, give our thoughts on what we think is going to happen? Let's do it. So uh, we're looking at Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono. This has been going back and forth on NXT for the past few weeks. Uh, Riddle, won, I, I believe he won a match a few weeks ago, but then Ono uh, started, you know, beat him up and everything. And then, uh, and then uh, what's his name? Keith Lee fought Ono last week uh, or the week before uh, to kind of avenge the attack on his friend, Matt Riddle, uh, and he lost to Cassius Ono, but Matt Riddle came running out, and the and so they're really pushing this 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 little uh, this feud they've got going on. Yeah. So here's the combination. That, that's, that's the that's the one thing I will say. I think Keith Lee is sort of the uh, casualty of this, though. Yeah. Uh, this dude is really really good, and I don't know what they're doing with. He him. came in. Like, I don't feel like they're. Yeah, he came in strong at first, and then Matt Riddle came yeah. and he disappeared. Yeah, and that's a shame because I'm telling you, Keith Lee is crazy good. Oh yeah. So they need to they need to do something better. Usually NXT is a lot better at this than they have been with him, in my opinion. Yeah. But maybe it's just because I'm a fan of his and I'm being a, a smart. Well, we might here, we but. might see we might see that this be the culmination to the Ono Riddle thing. You know what I mean? So maybe that that opens yeah. up something here uh, for for them yeah. to focus on Lee now and stop push. I mean, because we Riddle's gotten his push and Ono's helped him. So you know he doesn't he can and that's and that's why Ono's there. Ono Ono is. Is for better or for worse, because I'm a, I'm a fan of his, but he is so good at putting other people over. Yeah, like he makes other people look really really good. Uh, that that's kind of his role now in NXT. Yep. He just makes the new the new guy that you know that they're high on look amazing because he's almost always one of their first programs. Yep. So uh, I think we both kind of I'm going to go on a limb here and say you think that Riddle's going to win because that's yeah I'm yeah I can't see them yeah. having him take a loss at at, at the the first NXT takeover. The only way I can see him take a loss is if, for whatever reason, they have Keith Lee come in on purpose and turn on Riddle. Now, that would be fun. Yeah, I would love that. See, personally. that would be fun. <laughs> so if that's what they do, then then uh, I'm down for it. But I'm thinking Matt t- Riddle takes this one. Uh, Same. Next match we have is Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. So this has been super interesting in the past couple weeks because we've had Gargano and Ciampa seemingly working together here and there. Uh, even though Gargano but not, says but not no, really. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that. The very last NXT, uh, this past week's NXT, uh, had Ricochet calling Gargano out, and they start they started to fight in the in the ring. But then Ricochet knocks him out. You know, knocks Gargano out of the ring, and here comes Ciampa to jump Ricochet. So you're just kind of like, wait, what? And then who else comes in and, and inserts himself into the mix? The uh, the other man in this whole equation, Alistair Black. So it's been an interesting few weeks going on with these four gentlemen. And uh, this whole Ricochet-Gargano match, I think, is going to be really good. Um, I, I, to me, this one might be the scene, the uh, match of the night. Oh, you think so, the, huh? These guys are both really, really good. Oh, man. I don't uh, – for them to put on less than stellar would be would, would shock yeah. me. Yeah, it, it's going to be a phenomenal – this entire card, dude, is going to be a, a, a stellar ma- uh, card. I'm telling you right now. I think this event is going to be the sleeper of the weekend. But uh, it always is, though. Yeah, like it's always yeah. good. I've never ever, and I can say this without ex- like exaggerating. I've never once been disappointed in a takeover show. That's true. Yeah, when you say that, you're right. That is true. Even the UK one that we had, we didn't even talk about. That oh, one was really good. That was super good. We should revisit that here in the future. Um, yeah. But on this one, who do you think takes it, Ricochet or Gargano? Oh, man. This is tough. Uh, it's for the belt, right? I yeah, think it's, it's for, for the, the belt. belt, for the North American Championship. 
to me, this whoever wins this kind of to me shows who they think they might be calling up soon. If that makes sense, yeah. Because both these guys have been in NXT for a while now, and they're both they're both obviously ready to go. You know, go to the main event, so they say. So I don't I don't know. This is what I'm torn on. I don't know who wins. Honestly, my thought is that uh, Gargano is going to take the belt. Oh, and he has to cheat the game. Yes, Champa Champa right? will yeah. end up helping him, in which the ref doesn't see it, and uh, Gargano will take the belt. I love it. I love it. Let's go there. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Ricochet will lose the belt, and then maybe maybe do a thing where he wants to try to fight to get it back, or maybe he goes for the NXT Championship. You know what I mean? I think here's my guess: whoever loses that one, the loser will show up in the Royal Rumble. Oh, 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 there you go. I'm throwing it out Dude. there now. That's my that's my. So prediction. there you go. Ricochet loses the belt, but then Sunday comes flipping into the ring. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Could you imagine him in the Royal no. Rumble? That dude can really put no, on a show. that would be ridiculous, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's who I'm calling. Uh, the next match we have, now this is going to be for NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. Am I happy the War Raiders are back? This is going to be dude, so they, good. Do uh, you know what? The other day I was just thinking to myself, and I don't, I was just like, whatever happened to War Raiders? You know what I mean? I completely forgot about War Games when uh, Hanson got all those crazy injuries. Yeah, and then one of them got married too recently. Yeah. So that that was the other thing. But these guys uh, are back, and uh, I, I yeah. see again, if you ask me, I see a title change again. I see Undisputed Era losing the belts a second time. I'm kind of with you. They they seem to be high on the War Raiders. They're, I mean, they're huge too, and plus this doesn't really hurt. Nah, to, uh, you know the other two guys because nah. they can get their heat back no matter what. They're so good. Yeah, at that. and I just have a feeling that we're gonna see that stable called up all at once. You know what I mean? Oh man, I'd love to see them all four go, go into the rumble. Oh my, oh my god! And that's how we can know that they're that they're. Can moved you up. imagine? Yeah. But yeah, I'm calling I'm calling War Raiders for this. I think they take the championship. I'm gonna agree with you on it. I like it. Uh, even though it, it hurts my soul to go against Kyle Raleigh, because I, I freaking love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. Uh, next one, we've got Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. Now, this is going to be a good match because uh, I don't know if you've been watching her matches, but Bianca Belair has been getting better and better, and she's been getting quite the push, man. I'll tell you what, she's ridiculously strong. Yes. Rid- she kind of blows me away with how yeah. strong she actually yeah. is. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting match with her and Shayna, dude. Yeah. I hate the hair whipping thing. I can't get over hating that because <laughs> it just seems so dumb. But she herself has gotten very yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. She's one. Of, she's becoming a fan favorite, even though originally she was super heel, right? But like, she's become a fan favorite, and everyone, you know, they pop when she comes out. They're dancing. They're singing along to her music. Um, well, she's also got to be the. I mean, if you have to have a face, she has to be it when you go against you know who she's going against. Yeah. Because uh, you know, Baszler's just a heel. It's just who that's who. So she with is. that said, though, do you see Baszler dropping the belt now because the four horsewomen thing's going to be happening here soon, or do you see uh, do you see her keeping it? You know, Ooh, this because is a good Bianca, question. like I said, she's on. She's been a, a, a shooting star recently, so and it's almost like they, they you yeah. want to push her all the way there just for no reason, for nothing. Takeovers are their big events. This is where you want to give somebody the belt. You know. I think I think she wins and Baszler gets called up. Yep. That's that's my thoughts exactly. And a matter of fact, yep. my thoughts are that for this entire takeover, Phoenix is, is going to be the takeover where all the belts changed, every one of them, because I think the same thing Ooh, happens. Oh, I like this prediction. I think the same thing happens with Chomp on Black. I feel like Aleister Black's going to get the belt again. You know why I'm going to agree with you on this? Because the uh, they just put up, the WWE social meds just put up that, uh, Chiampa just became the fifth longest reigning NXT champion. Oh, and you know they didn't point it out for without a reason. I yeah. would think so. I would like to. I think we're going to see Black maybe get the belt back, and I'm not saying he's going to hold it long. We can't. I'm, I don't see him holding long because I could see him being called up pretty soon here as well. I mean, some of these guys, some of yeah. these guys are are considered veterans now for NXT. You know what I mean? Well, they were veterans before they even got into right. NXT. If we're just let's but just in, be honest. In regards to like who yeah. their g- characters are and, and their gimmicks for this. Oh yeah, for the E. Black's been ready for yeah. a while. Chiampa's been ready for yeah. a while. Gargano's been ready for a while. 
Uh, Ricochet's been ready for a while. Undisputed era, uh, you yeah. Know, you know, the undisputed era's been ready for a while. I think the only reason they're still in NXT is uh, if they all left at once, NXT would be kind of hurting a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the case, and I, they're still trying to build up some of their other talent that have have been kind of yeah. quiet recently. Like Street Profits, I've noticed have been getting more more time. Uh, Which you got to do. You got to build up these yeah. other these younger people to, when they're coming up. You just have to. And we didn't even talked about Velveteen oh, Dream. No, not at all. You know. And that's saying something because I think he's ready to get called up too. I, I mean, it's just character wise. Well, he's, he's got he's sure. got no matches at all and and takeover, which is weird, right? Because like this, dude, I think he might show up. For, I think he might be the NXT Royal Rumble participant as well. I would well. love it. I would be down. I think the crowd would pop when he shows up. I think up. so too. And I think he like this. And how now? How crazy would this be if they gave the win to an NXT guy? Like that's the way they it would be fresh the and new. They get called up, you know what I mean? Is because they would they be fresh the and rumble. new, fresh and new. That would be fresh and yep. new, dude. That would freak everyone out. I think. I think people would lose their minds. I would love it. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. Something different. I'm all for it. Do something different. Sure. Just shake it up. Call Paul. <laughs> Let's call him. Put him on the. Uh, put him on. Speaker. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm this again. It looks like NXT Takeover is just ramping up to be another another classic and another one that's just like. That we're looking forward to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you can always make a guarantee about a takeover that there will be at the very least two matches that everybody will talk about. Oh later. yeah, for sure. That's, that's what it always seems to be. So. I, I have a feeling we're going to be texting each other like crazy during the matches. Some of these matches. Oh yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's it. Basically, in the weekend wrap up and what's coming up, man. I'm looking forward to the Rumble. Looking forward to Takeover. Same, same. So, uh, but to close out the show today, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to start a new segment that I haven't thought of a name of for yet, so uh, just call it whatever you want. But uh, I went through, uh, I picked a championship belt in the history in the history of wrestling, and I went to the Wikipedia, and they always put some little fun facts with stuff, okay. right? So we're going to see if you can guess some of these. Uh-oh. So this is some trivia for you. The championship belt that I have picked was the WWE, or at the time F. Hardcore Championship. Yes. It was established in November 2nd, 1998, and went all the way through August 26th, 2002. Oh, wow, okay. Now, I got some stats in front of me. I'm going to ask you these questions, and you guess the rest okay. of them. Who was the very first Hardcore Championship? Was that Mankind? Correct. That's why I didn't even say anything. I didn't even get that <laughs> one. All right. Who was the very last Hardcore Champion? Was that uh, Edge? No, uh, no. Uh, he was Mr. Monday Night. Oh, um, 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 um. I don't think he wrestles anymore. Oh, God. What's his name, dude? ECW is the big is the big clue. What's his name? Tommy Dreamer. I know you got. No, Rob Van Dam. Oh, RVD. Dumb oh, son of a. <laughs> who who uh who had the most reigns as hardcore champion? Uh hardcore Holly. I wish. <laughs> I, I truly wish. I loved hardcore who had Holly. The most? Uh, Remember he, when he was um, when he was the uh the NASCAR gimmick? <laughs> yes. Sparky, whatever it was. Spark plug something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh this guy was also in WCW and ECW. Okay. Um, he used to, I'm trying oh, to think dude, of how to you put this without giving away. Uh, the tough one, man. Hardcore. Uh, yeah. He would, uh, his finishing move was a DDT. Oh, was it, um, Diamond Dallas Page? No, no. He's, he's the no. diamond cutter. Uh, the DDT. He had long hair, uh, sort of, uh. He, he ran around with what he called, he led a group called the Flock in WCW. Raven? Yes. His, I, yes. I, I forgot With, the DDT. Good Lord. Like, who uses the, the even flow? The DDT was one of those 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 moves that you could just cut out of nowhere, just pop it out of nowhere. Those are some of the best yes. ones, you know what I mean? And you can put it on anybody. That's why yes. it's perfect. He had 27 times he was a hardcore wow. champion. You got to remember, too, this championship also at one point was literally – uh, could be defended at any time, any moment. So That's right. Uh, oh, my God. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so some of these numbers are quite inflated. Uh, the longest, <laughs> who had the longest reign as champion, as the hardcore champion? Uh, would that be Mick Foley? No. Ooh. 
No. This man, he he held the belt for 97 days, and that was the longest reign as hardcore champion. Uh, he's not around anymore. Uh, he had a huge feud with the Big Show. was probably one of his biggest things. In which the uh, he drug around his father, <laughs> the Big Show's father's casket. <laughs> Who was it? Big Boss Man. The Big Boss Man. Good Lord. Do you not remember when he went to uh, Big Show's dad's funeral oh my god dude that's so <laughs> that's one of the school. dumbest things ever all right who had a shortest was he the boss this man be, this too one. though like was that 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 was the yes. gimmick right all yes right. it was yeah uh, who had the shortest reign they held the belt for nine seconds that would be hardcore holly no uh no this is very tough seconds um give me give me a give me a clue let me try to guess the clue all right she was married to gold dust oh uh terry runnels yep that's you got it. Right. Oh, right. that's was right. The... There was some females that held it as well. Yes, she held it for nine whole seconds. <laughs> she was also the lightest champion to ever hold it because she was only 100 pounds at the wow. time. Uh, uh, the oldest winner. They were 59 years old. Who was it? Jerry the King? No. Uh, think, uh, think Vince McMahon. That, that's going to help you a lot there. Vince McMahon? Briscoe? Yeah. Was it Briscoe? Yeah. No, but you're getting close. Uh, Patterson. Pat there Patterson. you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He was uh, a hardcore was the... champ, dude. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Freaking love that Pat Patterson. That is so awesome. Uh, the youngest winner, he was 23 years old. This one's tough because he didn't wrestle very long in the WWE. And I think he's way more well-known now for all of the studies he's done on uh, uh, concussions and really? such. Yes, um, if I'm thinking right. Huh. Don't know. I barely remember him. Uh, Christopher Nowinski. Don't even know him, dude. I think he, he's probably wrestling when you weren't paying attention to it anymore. <laughs> but I want to end it on an easy one yeah. for you. Uh, at 500 pounds, who was the heaviest champion? Hardcore champion. Big Show? Correct. Where, where is the, where is the big, show? big Show? Who was your favorite hardcore champion? Hardcore Holly or Crash. Either one of those two. I freaking loved them. I loved Al Snow, too, dude. Oh, oh yeah, you can't, great, with, you can't go wrong with the can't go wrong with the snowman. <laughs> oh man, the hardcore championship—that's cool, dude. I like that. I like that game. That was—I remember loving that that belt because it was fun. Oh yeah, it's all broken you know? up and and like it's yes. taped together. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's hardcore, that's man. Good stuff, dude. <laughs> man, I totally forgot about the twenty-four-seven rule too. Like, no matter what, you were always having to defend it, no matter what happened. Right, it doesn't matter where you are, even. Because they would even go, uh, I remember one time, like, one of them got pinned in a ball pit at, like, a, you remember that? <laughs> they were at some kind like of, a I forgot where they were at. Yeah, somewhere like that, and they got pinned in a ball pit. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> well, man, I love that. I love it. That's all for me, man. I got nothing else, and uh, if you've got nothing else, I'm ready to get pinned in a ball pit. <laughs> Same here. 24-7. <laughs> we're out. One, yeah. two, three.